This is The Proctor, and I'm here with Junkyard Jackie. I hear you have some training that you're being involved in. I mean, I guess. I'm on a walk right... I mean, I can't say that. Hold on. (laughs) I'm on a walk right now. (laughs) I mean, if you want to call walking training, sure. I don't know. It was all weird from the start, though. You know, we get to her place... And then she's like, oh, here, have some tea. And it turns out to be worm urine, which I'm like, no thanks. So I poured that in a plant. And then, I don't know, there was, it's an odd place. It's made of like metal and concrete. Not very homey, I would say. Anyway, I was just sitting there trying not to, you know, I, I, I was just drinking whiskey, honestly. I was not drinking that tea. And Jocelyn calls me into the chemistry lab because there's a chemistry lab and a pool and a basketball court. I don't know. And she, like, takes my blood. I'm like, all right. And she gets super excited. And she starts talking and talking and talking. And I just sit there and drink whiskey because, you know, she's been through a lot lately. And I'm like, if she's getting excited about this, great. So I just let her talk and I just sit there and drink whiskey. And yeah. Well, that's a, a very nice thing to do. I guess. I don't know. It was... I mean, if you're going to get excited about blood, I don't know where that's going to take you, but all right. And the next morning, I, she, that Dakota chick, like, wakes us up, and she tells me to take a walk. And so I did, because I didn't know what else to do. And she wasn't taking me back, so I guess. I don't know. And yeah. Well, hopefully her plan will become apparent in some fashion. That does sound like poor training in my my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna go. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank you for your honesty. Mm-hmm. Later. So, I think that, you know, since we started in kind of a specific order when uh, Dakota switched you guys up, we can kind of try and keep to that, if I remember it correctly. Um, so we can start with Jackie. You are out in the snow <laughs> kind of having a little little bit of a, a time jump montage here uh, a little bit so you have been out in the snow for a while now sector four is just literally a snowy wasteland with basically nothing in it and, and you have just been walking for days you, you've walked for two days at this point you know like nighttime is so frigid cold that you had to like improvise an igloo to be sleeping in and you know you've just been having a a real real rough time having to like melt snow to drink nothing to eat it's been pretty brutal uh and so you know you've been wandering for a couple days and as like the sun is beginning to set on the second day you find yourself not too terribly far away from where Wayne and Dakota had their moment, uh, not on the mountain, but at the edge of Prima. Um, you just kind of wandered your way over there and all of a sudden it was just like, oh, the ground, the ground stops here. Okay, great. And you are just tired and hungry and just, you were just about to fall over. And uh, that's, that's where you are. And um, as you're just kind of sitting there staring out into the dark, you can just just barely see just like the little crescent of the main part of Prima as it steadily draws draws closer to you know the Prima that you guys have all been living on and as you're just standing there kind of staring out into the void you see some sparks come shooting out of your sword 
and you hear a little voice. Uh, hey. Hey, Bagel. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I is, uh, don't know where we're at. And... Well, there's no TV, so I don't know either. <laughs> there's no TV? No, and I, I really want to catch up on Survivor. Yeah, uh, well, we're doing our own Survivor right now, I guess, because she didn't give us any food or anything. I guess this is a starvation walkabout, and not one where they just give you drugs, which would have been much more fun. I don't know. Drugs do sound a lot more fun. What message are we sending? Yeah, as opposed to starvation walkabout. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Um, hmm. You know, I think, I mean... Technically speaking, I'm supposed to be your guide or, or teacher or whatever, but... Where have uh, you been the last you know, two I'll, days? Because I've been walking around for two days and you hadn't said shit, so... Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be totally honest. Uh, I've, you know, I've been kind of taking a nap and, and all, you know, all cards on the table. I never really was certified to be a teacher. Okay, well, that doesn't help. So what do you suggest right now? Like, should we just... I mean, we came to the edge. I don't hmm. know. Well, it's a good question. Uh, I, uh... Hmm. Hold on a second. And you, like, feel like a shaking in your sword. And uh, a few more, like, sparks pop out. And you see, like, a little hand, like, kind of reach out. And you see, like, an arm and, like, a head and a shoulder as he, like, slowly pulls himself out of the sword. And you just hear... Arr, arr as he's like pulling himself painfully out of this thing do i care i was just gonna uh, give the sword like a shake to try and yeah, like and he fling just, him out plop. yeah and he just plops out into the snow he goes oh yeah thanks that's really hard uh oh uh, okay so you know i i think i i you know put the cards on the table enough uh, i'm not i'm not really the best at spiritual guidance but you know maybe uh, maybe I can help out in another way. Uh, I think maybe there's, um, some other people who, who might be better at that. You know, you're, you're like on a spiritual quest, so it seems, it seems appropriate. I, uh, I kind of have, uh, some secret powers that I, uh, don't tell people about very often. And so, uh, let me just, let me just whip up some magic for you real quick. And you see him kind of wiggle his little tiny fingers. And as you are kind of just like staring out into the dark past, you know, the edge of the world, you see these like shimmering forms start to appear before you. And as they solidify, you recognize them. It is your mom and your dad and your little doggy. And they materialize before you and they just like catch sight of you and realize that you can see them and they just start smiling this, this huge, just happy grin. What the fuck, bagel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. And the, the little like ghost dog comes up and tries to like lick you, but it just like its tongue like passes through your face. Oh, oh I try to pet him, but my hand just goes straight through. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck. Okay, so can they hear me? I'm like, hey, do they say and, uh, anything? Yeah, your your dad says, oh, hey, hey, kiddo. Um, hi, it's, it's kind of been a while. And your mom kind of gives you a little, like, little wave. And, uh, they kind of sheepishly give you a little, like, haha, this is a little weird. (laughs) 
and your mom says, we, uh, we saw what you did, you know, in the, in that tower. You, you didn't give us up. And, uh, we're really happy about that. You know, it, it was a lot to lose, you know, your, your shield, and we just really appreciate it. Oh, well, you know, it wasn't much of a decision that needed to be made, honestly. Like, of course I would give up the shield. Why would I not, Why would I give up my memories of y'all? You know, the whole reason that I'm doing this. Well, it, it means a lot to us. Well, that's, that's sweet of you. You know, we really appreciate that. And your dad says, yes, it's... It would have been very... Depressing following you around and, and, you know, you not knowing who we were, that, that kind of would have sucked a lot. It's not exactly the most entertaining thing, being a ghost, so that would have been a bummer. You've been following me around? Oh, uh, yeah, um, not like in a creepy way, you know, we just, we, we're around, you know, we, we get to, you know, keep up with you and, and see all the wonderful things that you do. You know, we, we don't, like, follow you into the bathroom or, or anything, but... Oh, you know, that's nice. We're here for you. Okay, well, uh, thanks. I didn't realize y'all were no still problem. around. I figured y'all would have, you know, moved on elsewhere, if there's an elsewhere to move on to. Well, you know, we kind of wanted to talk to you about that. It's, uh, you know, it's been very loving that you you've been fighting in our memory and you know, it's it's wonderful that you still keep the, the family business running and, and that you've done so much, you know, uh, as a response to what happened to us, you know, and, and part of what keeps us in this world is, is that, you know, that passion that you still have for all of this. And, uh, you know, we, we see what's been happening and we, we see how far you've come. And, you know, I think it might be time for you to find a new thing to fight for. Well, but... Like what? Well, that's that's uh, that's your journey, isn't it? It's, you know, you you've got these friends that you help so much. You've you've become a superhero. You've helped the city. Well, yeah. I feel like not all of that was was for us, was it? Well, no, of course not. That's that's the reason I you know started on it. But it's not the. I mean, it's I like helping people, and I fight with you know my new friends and everything and they become like family and since y'all aren't here but i mean you know they're there <laughs> touching real touching <laughs> they exist in my life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry okay uh, and your dad says uh yeah you've you've really uh you've really done a lot with them and You've, you've accomplished a lot, and we don't want you to stop thinking about us or, or, or stop, you know, fighting for us or, you know, anything like that. But, you know, maybe it's time to uh, take on, you know, a new mantle. You know, I, I feel like the world needs some strength, some someone to defend it. You know, the world needs a shield of its own. And I, I think, you know, maybe... Maybe you could be a part of that. Well, I am a part of that, but that doesn't mean that I can't still have the same reason. I mean, that's never going to change. It's always been y'all is the reason why I'm out here. We're not asking you to necessarily change that. You know, you're, you are who you are, and, and your experiences have driven you to this. But look, 
we just you know, we want you to be everything that you can be and, and so we think it might be time for for us to finally let you live your life as you want to live it and, and move on with our lives well I mean as it is right yeah yeah no 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 yeah no I mean well sure I didn't know you were still here that's disconcerting that my thoughts have kept you here this long I didn't think that that oh, was doing that like, it's not like we're it's not like we're in jail it, it's you know we also have a say in it but you know we we think it might be time and we you know wanted to say goodbye before we left and uh, Bagel has let that happen and, and we're very thankful for that but you know we wanted to give you one last gift before we go and your dad comes up and like hugs you on one side and your mom comes up and hugs you on the other and they both just say we're so proud of you we, we know we know you have a lot to give the world this has been a pretty good spirit quest but we're gonna go now and uh we will always be thinking about you. We'll always be thinking of y'all. And uh, you see them kind of shimmer uh, and kind of turn into this like starlight dust. And it doesn't like dissipate into nothing. It kind of like slowly magnet, like almost like, you know, iron filings to a magnet kind of draw to you and like collect on your armor and like sink in. And you feel this warmth inside of you. And you feel that same kind of fire that you felt inside of you when you first connected with Mr. Biscuits, but this time it doesn't feel like this little teeny tiny little spark remote anymore. You you feel this swelling and you feel it like reach out through your whole body like drinking a big hot cup of uh, like hot chocolate or something on a cold day. And you just feel it from like all the way from your toes to the tip of your head. And uh, Mr. Bagel looks at you and says, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's some magic right there. Oh, that was a pretty literal spirit quest. <laughs> yeah, you could have warned me a little bit, Bagel. That was a lot. And Jackie just sits down and cries. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he just kind of like starts patting you on the back as you're having this emotional moment. Um, so uh, we, you know have gone through some of your your leveling up uh and you know having this kind of emotional moment with your family has sparked inside of you the magic that has been uh somewhat dim in the past and it has provided you with uh, a couple of new abilities so you are uh now able to use an ability i've called guiding sparks because bagel shoots sparks and it seemed appropriate. Basically what that allows you to do is you can use it as an attack against a target and then that target, anyone who attacks it for the rest of the turn until your turn gets a plus two to attack against it. Sweet. So Okay, so guiding sparks? It's like yeah. fairy fire. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Or like guiding bolt from D&D. Sort yeah. of similar. And then you get a new ultra power from all of your sweet King Ultra dynasty up in your body which should sound vaguely familiar since you talked to me about this on a couple of occasions the uh shield that you have which is just like a regular metal shield like which now you actively can just pull other objects and like encase it in material so that you can control it telekinetically but it still has that like 
star-shaped emblem uh, when you put things around it. And now the tips of that star can shoot out magical beams of energy. So your new ultra power is a attack where you can shoot five separate beams at whoever. They can all be at the same person or it could be different people. And each of those does 20 damage each. So Sweet. Yeah. Um, what is so that those one? are the new... Huh? What is that one called? I didn't really have a name for it. I figured you could probably come up with something. <laughs> that one was straight from your brain, so I, you know, I, I'll let you handle that one how you like. But yeah, those are your new abilities from your your spirit quest. So, ta-da! Yay! <laughs> okay, and then the shield. I just combine it out of anything, and if the five beams are twenty damage each. Yes, okay. and your shield is back to like kind of the way you were able to use it, where you can throw it and like you know guide it, and, and it can fly and do all that kind of stuff because you're now using magical energy instead of your rockets. So basically, you have gotten your shield back, but it's just it's different now. It's not a mechanical shield anymore. It's it's a <laughs> you have magical friend friendship <laughs> shield. Yeah, magical friendship shield. I like that name. Okay. <laughs> okay, and so I can still use it to like float Jocelyn up places and myself and carry things and stuff like that. I'm a god. I don't need yeah. it anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. I said, I realized that as soon as I said it. But yeah. <laughs> Thanks, but no. Biscuits really like floating. Okay, she like guys? levitates. Biscuits Damn, can Jocelyn's gotten all high and mighty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that no fear thing is coming pretty natural. Yeah. Oh dear. No, Biscuits can use it. He liked floating. It's fine. Okay, cool. So, let us move on then. Now that, or Jackie, are you gonna like start making your way back, or are you still kind of just gonna have an emotional time and, and eventually just kind of head back like in the morning? Yeah, she's gonna have an emotional time and then she's gonna head back. Okay. Still kind of miffed at Bagel, but it'll be okay. And um, well, I want you to try yes. to eat Bagel because you're hungry and his name is Bagel. <laughs> Let's get a That's... little more magic. <laughs> it's like Bagel. I'm sorry. I'm so hungry. You're so as, delicious. Uh, yeah, as as an apology, he he builds an igloo for you to to oh, sleep in for okay. the night, which is really hard because he's like two feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just <laughs> making these giant ice blocks. And it keeps randomly shooting sparks and partially melting them. I practice creating. She's just laying on the ground crying and he's building it around it. Yeah. <laughs> I practice making my shield and I just use that and he can like use it to like levitate himself up to make the igloo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. it. Cool. All right. So Jackie's having an emotional igloo uh, bagel party. And uh, we'll, we'll move back to... Dakota's uh, stronghold. I've had like eight different names for this thing. It's great. And we'll jump to Jocelyn, who who was next after that, I believe. Woo-hoo. So, uh, Jocelyn, you've kind of been in the same boat. It's it's been a few days. Uh, you've been sitting in this cathedral type room with the fake stained glass windows with like LEDs behind them. It's it's very like kind of serene in there, uh, but it's also shitty that you're blocked in there so i can't imagine you're having like the best time in the world uh like you've been getting food and water dakota like comes and delivers it uh she like somehow magically just like pops it through the door and and delivers it so you haven't seen her in any of this time it's just been you and it's just you and a book so i'm kind of curious 
you know, if you've been writing anything, what, you know, maybe what, what does that look like? Or are you just kind of contemplating life or, or putting you on the spot? But if you have anything that you, you've thought up. <laughs> That's the <laughs> name the of the episode. <laughs> yeah. People on the spot. <laughs> the first few pages probably have some sort of writing in them and then marked out and then flipped to the next page kind of thing. And then I think Jocelyn has probably just been like roaming around the room trying to think of something to potentially write, but silently cursing, or maybe not so silently, cursing the <laughs> thought of a written Bible. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's so, just doodles. And also <laughs> having a conversation with Shadow. Yeah, so as you've been kind of like wandering the room and kind of cursing your your circumstance, you just hear a voice come finally after so, so very long. It says, what are you doing? Oh, hey. Hi. Oh. Hi. It's been a while. I was honestly, I was really, I was really getting kind of worried. Oh, I didn't realize it had been so long. I, I have been a, uh, asleep for a while, I guess. Um, more than five days, I'd say. I'm kind of losing count. I don't know how long I've been in this room anymore, to be honest. It's hard to tell these lights are fake, so I don't know. It's not like there's a sunrise or a sunset, but... That is a very long time. That, wow, I did not realize... Hey. Where where are where are we? Oh, we're back on Prima. But hey, before we get into any of that, um, and I'm just gonna like sit down and be like, can you come out so that I can look at you face to face? Is that something that we can do? Um Yes, sh- sure. Okay. And you see like the shadow from the lights that are coming through the stained glass windows. You see it like stretching out uh, before you and you see like your own shadow kind of like stand up like uh, Peter Pan style. So it still looks like you for the most part. Uh, it's a little m- more three-dimensional, uh, but it's it's almost like an attempt at three-dimensionality, but it's still 2D. It's like a kind of a trip in your eyes out a little bit. But yeah, it, you see your shadow kind of stand up before you. I, I think, uh, yeah, this, this might do. So, hey, I didn't get to say, I didn't get to say anything to you afterwards but what you did before you fell asleep from the bottom of my heart thank you you saved all of us i i just did all i could do to protect you we are partners (laughs) after all we sure are we sure are okay well um so i'm supposed to be writing a bible Something like that? Like the book of Jocelyn and her life and my godism? I don't know. It's um, it's an odd thing to do. I don't understand the purpose of it, really, or what I'm supposed to take from this. But I'm, but you're here, so that's good. I love that's... the term godism, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding that back. That's a great word. It's <laughs> oh, like an actual Bible written by the god themselves. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Should I just write things down like thou shalt help thy neighbors? I write it down and then I'm like, 
I don't like it. See, see, the thing about this is a hundred years from now, who's going to believe that I actually wrote this? And then is it going to just become like a story? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should just write this for me or for you or my mom. You know what? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And she's just going to start checking away and writing it, the book about like, her earliest memories when she was a child and growing up in her family and like the stuff there with the relays and then you know just kind of up until the point that she ended up going to the superhero tower okay and shadows kind of you know keeping you company kind of reading over your shoulder as you go as like this shadowy like shoulder puppet or parrot or something like that. Yeah, he's he's there, and you know everyone's gonna be like, oh, you know, this this over here, like correcting spelling or grammar or something. <laughs> and I'll say, you know, I would like to know more about you, Shadow, because we're in you and I, we're in this for the long run. So, oh, my story is relatively simple, uh, despite the fact that I have been alive for a very long time Uh, your mother brought me into being I was just shadows and darkness uh, as they are anywhere else Um, and she breathed life into it and and created me Uh, for a long time she had me helping people in the dark there are always dangers in the dark and some of those can only be faced by something else that's dangerous in the dark. So I helped her for a very long time. I, I honestly couldn't tell you how long. Time starts to lose meaning after, you know, a few hundred years. But, you know, then Valentine came and started corrupting Proteus. And as he started stealing the followers of your mother and stealing her power as a result, she couldn't protect me from his influence. As the world slowly shifted under his control, he started using me in more nefarious ways. And, I mean, there was a certain amount of instinctual joy as far as hunting some creatures down and and doing what I was made to do, but it was always a little weird not doing it as your mother taught me to do. And then you came along. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully changed your course for the better. Oh, certainly. You, in a way, freed me from... from Valentine's Hold. As I... I've never been outside of a, a human body since I've been here. It was... freeing to be back into my more insubstantial form. It, it helped clear my mind and, and realize that I was no longer under his magical control. It was just habit at that point and habit's going to be broken. Hmm. Um, about your time with Valentine and then our time in the tower. So after you... Um, do you remember where you ended up leading us? Did you have control over that or was that just a turn of fate. I just took you to the most secure location I could find, and time was running out. I I know where I left you, and I know it was not probably the best place to be, but 
and at least was in the right direction. So you're aware of the door? Yes. Are you... Okay. So, (laughs) you need to give me some information, because things were taken at that door that I need to get back. The door is... It's something that Valentine cooked up. He is something of a sadist. I'm sure you're not terribly shocked to hear that. He enjoys taking things from people. He enjoys laying their life low just by the simple decision. And he holds all those things as treasures. Well, he sure wanted you, just FYI. Which is not a surprise. No, I would imagine not. Tell me this. If we get if we kill Valentine, patricide, is that what that would be? Me killing my father? Mm, I guess technically, but maybe deicide might be better. A little less personal. Oh. This is completely personal. But if I do so, can we get back what was taken at that door? I'm not worried about me, per se. I made my choice. It was an easy choice to make. And I can live with that choice. But poor Crystal lost her eyesight that day. And that's something that's hard to deal with. That's hard, something hard to come to terms with and, and have to relearn everything that you know. Yes, that is not a great place to be. Uh, before I answer, what did you lose? Well, I had a choice. To give you up, or to give up my fear. So I gave up my fear. It was a no-brainer. That is a heavy choice. I I can't thank you enough for the sacrifice. I'll make sure it's worth it. Well, obviously, an intelligent person knows that losing one's fear could lead to some disaster in the future, but honestly, I'm not worried about it. Well, that's, that's good. As for your question, I... I'm not exactly a uh, divine scholar by any means, but I have been around your mother and Valentine for a very long time. And uh, I believe that if you were to vanquish him uh, with your uh, divine abilities as, as they are, maybe not, but perhaps with this Bible exercise, if if the intention here is to, to get in touch with your divinity, then maybe you will be strong enough to take what was his and not have it disappear into the abyss. Oddly enough, from what I've learned so far, to be strong as a god, which is still odd to say, but to be strong, you need followers, people who believe in you. Is that correct? That is... Part of the equation. Hmm. There are many facets to god... godism. (laughs) There are many facets to being a deity or or demigod or any level of cosmic being. Uh, Followers make you more powerful, but there is always an innate ability in, in deities. Part of what makes them powerful is their domain. And I think the first step for you is to claim your domain. This land has been without anything for a very, very long time, from what I understand. You need 
a place to grow, both as a gardener and for yourself. But what if, and, and <laughs> God only knows, <laughs> but what if, because, oh, oh, Shadow, <laughs> if only I could take you outside. Um, we freed the rest of Prima, and it's on its way back. We've seen that to come join, which I hope is an easy coupling and not disastrous in any way to pieces of land just crashing into each other that doesn't seem like a very good idea but what if what if the god who's who has this land has just been separated it from it for however long i mean when i talked to to wanda she said that she used to pray to a deity but she hasn't in a long time so like the last thing i want to do is create a feud between me and another god that i'm not aware of in my experience, the relationship between Estrana and Valentine, their uh, being at odds with one another is not the only way for deities to exist together. Partnerships can be made, just like ours. So I have to lay claim to a land. Laying claim is one way to look at it. Accepting responsibility is probably more accurate. That's an interesting take on it, and I think I would need to think it over for my strategic purposes. I mean, the only land that I could potentially think of to try to, quote, take would be Prima. This is the only land I really know, and the people on here are dear to me. Well, it sounds like you have a home to protect and help grow. And maybe, maybe that's... Gosh, this sounds very, uh... Conceited. All of this. But maybe, you know, maybe this is what would need when these two realms come back together is additional help. Not that... I don't know what I would be able to do, but I'm sure we can figure it out, you and I. I'm sure that we can figure most anything out. Perhaps that is what needs to go in your Bible. What, my ponderings of how we could potentially figure this out? Recoupling these two worlds? <laughs> no, accepting your place in the world. Accepting Prima as your domain. Hmm. Still seems very conceited. Just gonna well, leave that out. Well, you are a demigod. It's, there's a certain amount of con- conceit that is built in. I'd like to stay humble, if I, if I may. <laughs> I would like that as well. Yes. I just have a comment slash thought listening to all this. Your whole freaking early power was you drew things and brought them to life. So why wouldn't writing things also make them, like, true? Wouldn't that just feed directly into this for you? I mean, that's a nice thought. (laughs) Yeah. I had already kind of thought about, like, trying to envision, like, another me to actually write the book so that like I'm not over here frustrated (laughs) with it (laughs) and I like a deity that wants to stay humble like just kind of proves that you're the one (laughs) no No, but I mean you've got a good point Justin you do have a good point okay well I think I think Jocelyn would 
After having thought it over, I think she would sit down once again at the Bible and kind of look at the look at her surroundings and kind of focus for a second on the colors coming through the stained glass window and then come to her decision and start just writing away talking about how she loves this land and the diversity in it and how everybody does seem to come together and she wants to help solidify the joy that the superhero position can bring and and bringing peace and helping protect those who can't protect themselves as well as doing everything that she can in her power to make sure that when the two lands do return and Prima is once again whole that she tries to help mitigate any issues that come from that as well as you know helping the land there prosper since it's been in the shadow for so long yeah yeah and as you are feverishly writing all of this stuff or, or calmly i don't know it's jocelyn uh as you are um <laughs> writing all of this down uh you know it takes you a while as you are you know pinning this manifesto as it were about your feelings towards prima you start to feel a lot more if that makes sense you are aware of like the area around you you can feel it as if it was like part of yourself it's not necessarily that you know you're feeling what the walls feel or or you know you feel people walking around but it's you, as it, as you're writing you just feel this sense of wholeness spreading outwards and you are basically kind of accepting a, a wider set of sense from the soul like as it starts expanding you start to feel people in it and you can start to feel their you know emotions and kind of their, their presence and how they fit together and uh it expands and expands and expands as you keep writing um until you feel the very edges of the bubble around you and you start to feel all of the hopes and dreams and fears of these people inside of it as like this very muted kind of sea of, of, of voices. You can't necessarily pick anything in particular out without focusing really hard, and even then it's still kind of fuzzy. But you start to feel all of these souls in this world that you have, have fought for and lived in and defended as best you can. And as you start to feel these things, you feel you know, the power in you that you've always used for drawing and, and creating and uh, creating illusions and all these wonderful things that you've been doing just grow hard as steel, as if you could just, you could stop a bullet, you could, you could lift a train, you could do anything that you put your mind to with this, like, faith in yourself, essentially, and in your world. When that happens, you uh, unlock some new abilities, and uh, oh. we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, and, and as you finish writing this, the the book that you have in your hand it glows for a moment, and you see like all this like handwritten stuff that you've been doodling down. You know, it's maybe it's not like typewritten or anything. It's just like you know your own thoughts that just kind of pouring out. And you see it instead as you finish like the last period of it, like kind of blur, and all the ink comes shifting around. And uh, you see that the pages within it, instead of being written words, become these these really elaborate, incredible drawings, like the like those old medieval paintings from like the old masters of these wonderful stories of like these you know you growing up and these ex wonderful adventures that you've had you know delving into the 
uh, into the dark world of Proteus, giving up your fear, all of this. And then, you know, at the very last page that has anything in it, which is halfway through the book, you see this beautiful gold plate image of you sitting before this large altar and this incredibly well-rendered stained glass window with your shadowy friend standing behind you with a hand on your shoulder. And you feel very godly. (laughs) (laughs) I got goosebumps. Yeah. (laughs) Those are called illuminated manuscripts, by the way. Oh, cool. Illuminated. And (laughs) instead of calling it the Bible, you could call it the Holy Sketchbook. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. That'll be embossed embossed on the front. It's a holy sketchbook. (laughs) It's awesome. It has blank pages in the back for you to draw in. I'll kind of turn to Shadow for a second after looking at it. I'm like, well, it's me and you, bud. He says, for as long as you'll have me. And so let's get into your, your new abilities, huh? So to start with, you know, you've you've took on quite a bit when we did the level up stuff. Uh, so the new like regular ability that you have gained is uh, specifically for Shadow, who has grown stronger from you also growing stronger. You know, you guys are partners, so he shares in your abilities. Uh, the leech. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have gained one of his abilities that you guys saw before of darkness. Um, so you are able to create a area of darkness 60 feet wide or if you want to be smaller then you can make it smaller it's kind of up to you you have this controlled darkness uh, that you can create and you can allow people inside of it to see it or not see uh, as you choose but you can create a 60 foot like square of darkness and anything that you basically establish can't see has some serious disadvantages to being able to attack and defend and so that is, it'll count as one of your like concentration abilities, like with your drawing. Uh-huh. So you can only have you know, like one other effect up and that and all that kind of jazz. You've also lost that damage that you have to take when you draw. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Yes! Yeah. You are, you are now your own source of power. The, the world of Prima provides you the power. And so the severing of your connection with Proteus is no longer a deterrent to your abilities. Let me ask you this. What's up? In these feelings and these little whispers, do I hear a very familiar person crying off in the distance? I mean, who are you looking for specifically? Jackie. You still, I don't think you'd be able to pinpoint people yet. Uh, I think as it was starting to grow, you would feel her sadness, but as... But if I couldn't tell if it was her sadness or somebody else's at this point. Yeah, now now that it has encompassed all of what Prima is currently, it's it's kind of lost in the wash. You can get a general idea of like the the overall set of emotions for an area, but pinpointing an individual person would be pretty difficult by now. You're still mm-hmm. you're still just a little baby deity. Yeah. But I'm the, the only one shadow. out there. <laughs> 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 well, you, well like, bagels with you. Primus in all this cold wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'm going to spend some time just goofing around and drawing things and seeing what exactly I could do and okay. trying to, I guess, do some tactical practice with Shadow. Okay. You also have gained another ultra ability. Ooh. This one, I contemplated for a very long time a long time ago but you now have the ability to stop time uh, so for you, when you use the ability until 
you, you basically give everyone on the team a free turn. So everyone can go through all of their actions, and then once that's done, initiative will start back to where like the end of your turn is, if that makes sense. And that's like the ultra, like my reality marble? Yes. Which one was my ultra power? Sorry, the guiding sparks uh, or the magical friendship shield? It shouldn't be the, the shield. The shield is the ultra power. Oh, the shield is the ultra power? Yeah. So I can't create a shield unless it's an ultra power or is that just no the no no no, no the the beams are the ultra power your shield is okay. is okay. totally free for you to use as, as much as you want it's just the the beams that are the ultra power yeah cool cool, cool. okay sorry the friendship beams friendship beams it'll <laughs> murder people <laughs> hey you murder people for friends right i do cool yeah murder but <laughs> stop time for one term that's pretty that's, that's a lot yeah. awesome it's pretty pretty hardcore but cool. Uh, I think that's where we're going to stop that one. You guys have gone through a lot today. <laughs> Sweet. Bye. Bye. One, two, three. How come no one has ever told me to watch the movie Maverick before? Holy shit, that film is amazing. Oh, yeah, that's a great movie. I've never seen it. I just... I just assume everyone in the world is. I yeah. still haven't one. seen all of it. We watched like the first forty-two minutes Wait, this morning, and I was what, just like, "What is Maverick?" Yeah, I'm curious. As and well. then have yeah, is it Kurt Russell or no? Like, no, Mel Gibson. Gibson? It's, it's like Mel Gibson. Yeah, it's one of those Wild West <laughs> Maverick movie. Yeah, he's yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a poker player. Is it really yeah. good? I don't remember. <laughs> no, yeah, it's fantastic. It's just like it's a classic non-stop western tropes. Like oh. it's just. And he's such a fun character. He's like such a, a rogue in it, you know? Hmm. I'll check it out. I've yeah. never seen it. I love westerns. And uh, J- Jane Fonda? Oh, yeah. Or Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Foster. Other JF. That makes Jody more Foster's sense. Jodie Foster's in it? Yes, that makes oh, a yeah. lot more okay. sense. And she's really awesome. Yeah, I love her character so what much. brought that on all of a sudden? He just was he's waiting for us to push today. record and... so he could give a rave <laughs> review for The Maverick from yeah. 1992. Yeah, this is hoping to get Mel Gibson on as a guest star. Oh, okay. Oh, that would be just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> it really would be. That would be so weird. <laughs> he's like, I'm not doing anything, sure. <laughs> Maybe we can get a time machine and get, like, old Mel Gibson. Yeah. On. yeah. <laughs> not yeah, there you go. old Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We want young Mel Gibson, thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, like, Man Without a Face, Mel Gibson. I have not seen that. Or uh, What Women Mel Want, Mel Gibson. There you go. Mad Max Mel Gibson is the one. Yeah, there you go. When he was just a baby. Yeah. Braveheart Mel Gibson. Uh-huh. Yeah, there we go. Although, <laughs> in Braveheart, he looks 50, which is incredible, because he was probably, like, like 25 or something. <laughs> oh, man.